you're a busy mother of three. You're a C-suite executive who travels three days out of every single week. You have all of these injuries that are going to limit your ability to train in the ways in which you likely need to train to get to the goal. So how do we navigate these things and how do we get creative as a coach to be able to support the client in a way that actually is going to resonate with them? And this goes right back to Tyler having empathy around the process. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. In today's episode, I'm sharing an interview I did on the School of Atypical Insights with my friend and host, Tyler Wall. In our discussion, we really take a deep dive into the art of coaching and mentorship and why I feel like it's paramount to invest in your health in order to fast-track your way to long-term success. We also talk about the importance of autonomy and the flawed belief that we need to restrict, restrict, restrict in order to lose weight. So, If you're someone who looks to fitness influencers or social media for information and you're not getting the results that you want, you won't want to miss this episode. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Tyler Wall. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the School of Atypical Insights. We've got a very special guest today, Mr. Ben Brown. Ben Brown is the owner of BSL Nutrition, a health coaching company with clients virtually all over the world with their pure science, proven results coaching process. This proprietary process is a paradigm shift from restrictive behaviors to health freedom by leveraging the science of real world data, the psychology of behavior change, and the art of coaching. It is the convergence of health goals, lifestyle, and sustained success. Ben holds not one, but two master's degrees. The first from Arizona State University in exercise and wellness with an emphasis in strength and conditioning. And the second from the University of Bridgeport in clinical nutrition. And most importantly, Ben is a husband and father to three young children who provide the daily love, motivation, and humility he uses as a driving force to continue to learn and grow as a man, mentor, and coach. Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. I should probably update that bio. My kids aren't that young. I mean, they're, they're relatively young, but they're 13, 11, and 7 now, which I don't know. My, my daughter's a teenager, which is kind of scary. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a different game at that point. She actually, it's funny, she actually just walked in the door. So she was, they just finished school last Thursday. And on Saturday, she went with a group of girlfriends and, and a couple parents up to Sedona because we're in Phoenix. They went up to Sedona, which is about an hour and a half north, uh, for like five days um, to for this girl's birthday party, which I'm like, that sounds spectacular. Can I go to Sedona for, for five days? Um, and they get they, they one of the girl's parents rented like this big mansion and they had a chef and it sounded absolutely unreal. So she she just walked in the door. It was uh, kind of some screaming and hoopla. <laughs> heard the dog jumping around. And, um, but yeah, so uh, kind of scary. She's she's um, you know 
get more independent. Ben, the first question I like to ask all my guests is this, who are you? Well, um, obviously my name is Ben Brown. Uh, I am, as, as you alluded to in the intro, a husband, a father, um, a coach, and uh, I'd say maybe just a, a lifelong learner. Um, so we, in our business, we help, uh, we help men and women build a better body and create the energy to show up for their families with our pure science proven results process. And uh, so I've been coaching for over 15, probably closer, close to 20 years now. Um, since I started graduate school uh, for my first master's degree. And I've always been rooted in kind of academia and, and in health and fitness. And so that lends itself to just being a lifelong learner of everything and anything that I can absorb around helping uh, myself as well as other people get leaner, healthier, stronger, uh, more physically fit, and ultimately develop the freedom in their life to accomplish whatever it is that they, they want to be able to accomplish. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely love that. And I've seen you been with, I've known you for a few years now and I've seen you just do so much um, greatness with that. And uh, one of the first things we connected on is we actually have a very shared history about our development. That's right. The, like the yeah. wellness, the health and wellness space. Would you mind sharing with us where you started and how you ended up where you're at now? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I remember how much synergy there was uh, along our path. But, um, like I mentioned, so I, I've kind of always been um, interested in health and fitness. I mean, I'm you know a, a child of the '80s, so uh, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and Jean Claude Van Damme and you name it, action sports heroes. I've always wanted to just be jacked and and strong and kind of be an action figure and um, so I, I think that drove a lot of young men uh, my age to find their way into the gym, uh, find their way under the barbell. And, um, you know, it's playing sports in high school. So I, I played you know, football, ran track, um, and uh, went to a University of Arizona undergrad. Uh, I, did a, I did a short stint in D Division Three. Uh, for football, didn't like it. So I played football at Lewis and Clark College in Portland, Oregon, my freshman year. Then I transferred to U of A. I actually played rugby at University of Arizona and, um, you know, continued my, uh, you know, my sports career, if you will, there. Um, part of the impetus to, to understand more about health and fitness was by virtue of like my own health issues that I'd been struggling with throughout my childhood. Um, I had a lot of gastrointestinal issues growing up, specifically in high school that we couldn't really figure out what was going on. A lot of acid indigestion, kind of throwing up a lot, a lot of um, IBS type symptoms. And so I had to be somewhat delicate around my food choices, um, which invariably made me start to search out solutions, especially when sort of the conventional medicine model couldn't figure it out for me. And I was on a number of different medications and did the whole, uh, you know, what do you call it? The endoscopy where they put the camera down your, your throat to try and get a video of your, your stomach lining and nothing really was remarkable there. So I spent years and years and years just trying to figure my own stuff out. And by virtue of, you know, through grad school, 
through you know starting my personal training career, um, just studying with mentors and and I you know my grad school was was really one of my first mentors, uh, my my academic advisor. There we started a strength and conditioning program at Arizona State. Um, after my my rugby career at U of A, transferred or I I went enrolled at graduate school at ASU, um, studying strength and conditioning and, and and kind of health and wellness, and um, really just had a lot of good tutelage there around sport performance, strength and conditioning between the kind of the peers that I had enrolled in in school with, as well as my mentorship. And made a lot of connections in the industry. Um, started studying through NSCA, National Strength and Conditioning Association. Got certified through their CSCS. This is like, dude, this is almost twenty years ago. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Um, so that I guess was in the earlier stages of the CSCS Amazing. Uh, certification process. Yeah. But um, it it really was the impetus to just continue to um to lead a a career of 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 studying through different certification bodies different mentors and i know we've shared similar mentors uh, along the way to some degree at, at one point um i went back to school for a second master's degree this one in clinical nutrition because i had really realized the importance of, of nutrition uh, for myself uh, the role that kind of functional medicine played in helping me heal myself and some of the gut issues that I had going on, the role of supplementation. Um, and, and of course, just as an opportunity to, to continue to understand how to help other people better. And through that process ended up starting, you know, our, our coaching business. Uh, I was in person for years and years when, went online around 2015 and then Come COVID, things really started to kind of take off. Um, so it's it's really just been one long kind of crazy journey of kind of one of, of different mentorships, different education platforms, and really just a hell of a lot of learning and practice along the way. Beautiful story. I love I love how it started off with. How can I dive into myself? What's going on with me? Where can I learn more about some of these things? Like you said, conventional medicine wasn't really helping you. You're on all sorts of medications. And that seemed to probably be a bit more of a reactive care, not so much of a proactive care, right? Yeah, very much. Um, it's interesting, you know, Tyler, because I think for us coaches, um, it's so rooted, you know, what we do is so rooted in who we are. Like you asked me, who am I? Well, I think it's, you know, we're always evolving and as coaches, we're always evolving and I've seen this in you and I've certainly experienced it myself, but it's unusual, you know, to have a 36 year old man who specializes in working with menopausal women, as an example, you know, I, I, I really think that there's this level of experience and wisdom and empathy that is paramount, um, in what it is that we do. Uh, and obviously it's context, contextual, but that's really just been like my experience and, and my journey of, as I learn more, I can help more people, but I also can help more people like me. Like, of course I can still help menopausal women and I can 
still help 25 year old athlete. And, but you know, it's, it's still rooted in like who I really want to help, which frankly is more guys like me. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's, you know, similar for you as you kind of work your way through your own experiences or not. Very similar for me. Yeah. I, I, I feel pretty strongly about that. And I find that the most, probably the most fulfilling and rewarding pathway because if I've been through it, it's so much easier for me to be able to relate to it and to teach it and to guide it. Right. Like you understand what that journey looks like and you understand the difficulties that come along the way and you're able to share your own personal wisdom from your own experiences and to help shortcut that, that time for whoever, you know, whoever you're serving. So yeah, I totally resonate with that. I mean, I think that's what teaching and coaching is. Yeah. You know, it's just being able to like relay information in a way that's going to be effectively absorbed for the individual um, in the most efficient, the most efficient and effective way possible. It's like, yes, we could create a whole, you know, article on, on, how to to do something how to do a deadlift but i also could give you three cues and you could probably create a pull from the floor just as efficiently yep so i I think there's something to be said about the the experience the and then just being able to having done it yourself that's a great analogy you just used by the way and when it comes to like we're both obviously fitness aficionados too and you could tell the difference between like a good coach and a great coach by their ability to simplify. I mean, to, yeah. to exactly what you're saying is like, how far can you simplify this process or this explanation? Because yeah, you know, somebody who wants to show off or, or try to prove their knowledge can give you 20 different cues for the deadlift. Yeah. Get somebody to do it in two or three steps. That's going to be the coach you want to go with. Yeah. I hurt my back uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, Invariably, I think I mentioned this to you, didn't I? We, yeah. we spoke briefly, but I have this nagging sort of flow back that I my ego tends to get in the way, and I'll and end up usually once a year, once every two years, doing something stupid and and letting my ego take hold and trying to go too big and aggravating um, my disc. So, anyways, I've been training in this commercial gym because I normally train in my garage, but the gym has more machines. I can be more cautious about my movement, still get the stimulus that I need. So I'm watching this younger trainer and it's just like, it's exactly that. It's like, he's having a woman do a step up and it's just like explaining the exercise and everything that goes into it and why it's so important to, oh, and it's like 10 minutes. I'm like, dude, just do the fucking step up yes. already. Like, let her do the exercise and you're just, you're wasting time. You're wasting her time and an energy and it's good. Like, I mean, listen, you know, they, we all do that. We've, I've been there. Um, I'm sure you've been there, but yeah. it's a perfect example. Uh, I, I see that. Yeah, obviously it happens a lot with new trainers. However, much to my dismay, I see it happen sometimes with like veteran trainers. Um, and oftentimes at the gym I currently go to and other gyms I've been to. And it comes from, I think a lot of it comes from ego on the veteran trainers of like, oh, I want to prove my knowledge base. I want to prove that I'm a good coach. So I'm going to give them 20 different things to think about. I'm going to tell them exactly what's happening in their body. But when you're working with Gen Pop, and especially when you're working with new clients, 
you want to simplify as much as possible and let them figure it out. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. It's, too, it's too much information. It's, it's already a whole new experience for them moving their body in a certain way. And if you're overloading their mind, they're not going to be able to actually organize their skeleton in a way to effectively do the thing. And then 100%. they're going to be overwhelmed when they leave the session because they're like, wait, what happened? What was going on? Yep. Yep. And then it's just like the ability to, that's, in my opinion, is the ability of a good coach. Is like you said, it's just simplify almost the, the coach that isn't really saying much, but just little things. How did you, how did that feel? What did you observe? Maybe think about this next time. Okay, let's go again. Yes. How did that feel? Okay. And then sort of noting the next time we come back to it. Remember last time you said you felt this, you know, let's, let's progress it this way. And, and I, that's very much, um, that's very much the, the coaching process. Um, at least I, the way I believe that the coaching process is effective. I wholeheartedly agree. And let's actually dive into that because we're, we're both coaches in, in various regards and have a rich coaching history as well. And by way of what you were sharing before is like, you've had some wonderful mentors along the way in your process of learning through school and outside of it, et cetera. What does mentorship mean to you? It's almost the expression of, of knowledge um, and, and wisdom in a way that is, is going to overtly challenge you to step into sort of how you need to learn those, those faculties. So invariably a mentor is someone that obviously has been there. They've done that. They know more than you at the very least, they know how to express their knowledge and wisdom in ways that are perhaps more effective than what what you know how to do that that in and of itself would be mentorship but i also think that a mentor isn't just someone that knows more and is necessarily a teacher but it's also someone that in some capacity challenges you to leverage that knowledge in a way that's going to um you know going to make you better in some capacity, help infuse the knowledge in a better way, make it more practical and applicable, um, which I, I, yeah, in my mind is the very nature of what a, a mentor should be able to do. And the ones that I've had, I think that that's probably been the biggest differentiator between just having a teacher versus actually having a mentor, someone that you genuinely respect and almost that inadvertently in some it may be overtly or or not challenges you to you know to to get better I like that distinction between mentorship and teacher and what was coming up for me as you we were explaining that is you know a mentor is able to impart their wisdom which i think for the novice or for for the mentee is essentially it still is knowledge it's it's wisdom for the mentor but it, it's knowledge for the mentee because right. once they're able to take in that knowledge and then experience it, practice it, get challenged with it and then learn from it, then it becomes wisdom for themselves. That's how you Definitely. transmute it into wisdom. I think um, by way of what you're saying, I, I, I agree. It's like the mentor helps you through that process versus teaching might just be, here's information. 
and that's it. But the mentor is going to be a guide for you. They're going to be able yeah. to help you along that process. So you actually infuse, that's a word they use that I really enjoyed. You're able to infuse that knowledge and bring that wisdom into your bones, bring it into your DNA. Yeah. That's a lived experience. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is I think on multiple accounts, you don't necessarily know that someone's been a mentor until after the fact, you know, like you may not overtly acknowledge that. So it's like, oh, this is, this is my mentor. Like you are one of my mentors as opposed to in hindsight being like, now that I understand perhaps the education, the wisdom that they were infusing, now that perhaps it's become wisdom for me, or I've been able to leverage the knowledge that I gleaned from them, I can really understand how much mentorship was really at play, how the actions that they imparted, the information that they imparted on me really were pivotal in my growth. And that to me is, is, is mentorship, is how they led me. You said it's, it's almost like that, you know, they're leading me in the right direction. I might be blind to the direction that we're going. I just know I need to, to, to go that way, but they're kind of guiding it, you know, helping me around some of the obstacles that invariably are going to lie in my path. I might not even see them, but now that I can look back, I'm like, holy shit, look at all those, you know, potholes that they drove me around. So I can look back and be like, yeah, he was definitely a mentor. And now I, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but now I'm like, wow, like that actually made a really big difference in my life. And that definitely has been the case for me in terms of looking back and be like, okay, like there've definitely been a handful of people whom I didn't appreciate at the time, but I really appreciate now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've had several in my life too, where it's, I had some distance from it and I was like, oh, you know what? That person actually was a mentor. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we might seek out a mentor for that sole purpose of like, I, I would like a mentor in whatever I'm learning. But other times they come into our lives unbeknownst to us and that's the role that they fill. And yeah, we don't know until sometime after. Which is beautiful uh, part it's about so the process. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a very like sacred relationship. It can be. Uh, and it's, it's something for anybody in any field, if you're looking to really dive into whatever skill or concept or idea or expertise, that you desire, having a mentor is going to be a game changer in actually understanding what that thing is. I agree with you. I mean, I think it's the fastest. And, and you know, perhaps there's maybe some differentiation required between a mentor and a coach, but nonetheless, um, big, big picture, it's this fastest route yes. from where you are now to where you want to go. I, I do have another question I want to ask you, which came up while we we're having this conversation. Based on what we were saying before, as far as like, you know, there's some trainers out there, some coaches who might try to, and this, this goes for other spaces outside of the physical training space. There's plenty of practitioners who try to espouse their, their knowledge base by over explaining things or talking too much or giving the client too much. And I've told people for years, when you're seeking any kind of practitioner, whether it's a chiropractor physical therapist, nutrition coach, personal trainer, 
is you kind of have to like date a little bit. You have to, it's, it's important that you do some background, as much background research on this person as you can, but also meet with them. See if you drive, see if you, see if you get along together. And because the general public doesn't really have, like they're going to seek this counsel or going to seek this, this professional for a, a reason, they might not have the ability to discern, like, is this a good or bad person? You know, is this person going to be able to help me along? But by way of having a conversation in, with them and connecting with them, you're going to be able to better understand, like, hey, this is a good fit. We vibe together. There's this energetic alignment. So based on your experience and, and your many years of coaching and, and leading a coaching company, what's something that you might impart upon somebody looking to vet a new coach? Let's, let's, let's keep it with, um, or, yeah, I'll just keep it open. Somebody who's coming in totally green, doesn't really know. What are some things that you might advise them to do when they are seeking like, Hey, is this a good company? Is this a good person? Yeah. 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 That's such a good question. I, th and I think it provides a really good basis for a shift in, in beliefs around the, the nutrition and the health process that, you know, we'll call it just changing someone's health and, and well-being and whether it's taking the steps to, to lose weight or gain muscle or just get healthier and live longer, whatever you, whatever you want to talk about with respect to the coach, I think for the general population, what we think we need is, is in many capacities is not what we need, but especially regarding the coach is we think we, we need someone who is going to be, and this isn't necessarily not true, but we, we, we think we need someone who is rooted in evidence or they know how to facilitate this process, right? They, they understand the science of how to create change, in a, regardless of what the change is, right? Um, maybe they have a certain level of education. Again, I, I respect this. I agree with this, but really? this is yet one pillar in the in what makes what I believe makes a coach a good coach, um, which is obviously multifactorial. And so instead of simply trying to find someone who can move you from point A to point B by virtue of the X's and O's, the calories and the macros and the sets and the reps, like that's all good and well, but I think you and I would probably agree that that's perhaps the, the, the lowest on the totem pole of the really the priorities when it comes to someone actually creating long-term change, which really is rooted more in behavioral psychology yes, and the opportunity to actually communicate effectively. And so what actually needs to happen is for there to, to be a, a relationship there, for there to be this, this synergy that exists between client and coach and for the prospective client to actually feel like the coach is going and for the coach to feel like they understand the client enough to be able to um like we were talking about just the simplicity of the guidance to be able to move the client in the right direction without needing to overly complicate things the only way that a coach can do that 
is by understanding the client, by understanding all of the nuances that exist in each client as an individual, as an individual human who has different levels of stress and responsibilities and a different lifestyle and different readiness for change and different commitment levels to the process. No one's going to ever go to the gym and train as hard as you or me. No one's ever going to be as obsessive perhaps around their calorie intake and the minutiae involved around that and just fucking love that process than you or me, right? But, and so for us to think that our client in any capacity is going to do that is simply, you know, it's just not going to happen. And so instead is for the client to genuinely feel that their coach understands them, right? And doesn't treat them as this binary aspect of you do it this way or you do it this way, mm. or it's our, it's my way or it's the highway, right? Or we have this templatized program that we use for every single one of our clients. And instead is saying, well, okay, you're a busy mother of three. You're a C-suite executive, you know, who travels three days out of every single week. You, you know, um, you have all of these injuries that are going to limit your ability to train in the ways in which you likely need to train to get the, the goal. So how do we navigate these things and how do we get creative as a coach to be able to support the client in a way that actually is going to resonate with them? And this goes right back to Tyler having empathy around the process. Like, dude, I, I mean, I don't I will never be able to be empathetic to a perimenopausal woman. Like I just don't know. I may not be the best. I might be able to help a perimenopausal woman, um, but I will never be empathetic to the struggles that the hot flashes and whatever, all this stuff. Right. So you could probably say the same for um, someone with kids, right? You just don't have kids. Like, you know, different lifestyles. It's fine. But that's where that level of empathy, I think, is is a necessity. Um, so long answer long is 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 really just actually being able to have that level of connection. Because I don't I, I genuinely think like the the education and and almost the science is almost the least relevant aspect. And it's hard for me to say that as someone who has so much of their identity tied into uh, their uh, quote unquote accomplishments around the degrees and certifications when, you know, me just looking at it like, dude, it's not about that stuff. It is about the relationship yes, and just ha and, and, and how to understand your client better so that you can give them the tools to be successful, that you can teach them to fish, right? Hey friends, quick pause in this episode for an exciting announcement. I'm thrilled to let you know that we've officially partnered with Fullscript to create our own very high-end quality supplement store. Fullscript is the number one online dispensary for professional grade supplements. And while we do have our own small retail shop for our complete essentials training formula, we're often asked for recommendations when it comes to products outside of those that we carry. Now, as you probably have realized, the internet is the wild west when it comes to supplements. 
and it's tough to find many of the best products from a reliable source and at an affordable price. I've heard many stories of people ordering something off Amazon and receive something completely different in the bottle, which can actually be quite dangerous when it comes to nutritional supplements. And so in the BSL Nutrition Full Script Dispensary, we've hand-selected a few dozen of our personal favorites, and we've broken them into easily searchable categories, including Ben's favorites. Now the best part of this situation is that due to the buying power of groups, we're able to get you a 15% off retail pricing on the entire catalog of professional products in our shop. These are brands like Designs for Health, Biotics, Research, Biobotanical Research, Microbiome Labs, Seeking Health, and more. So just click on the Join BSL Nutrition Supplement Shop in the show notes to create your free account and place your first order. Orders over $50 receive free shipping on top of our 15% discount on everything. And just so you know, the criteria we use to determine what went into the shop is, is the product something we would recommend and or take ourselves and give to our kids? Is the product of the highest quality? And can we provide a lower cost than is available anywhere else on the web? Now, we sincerely hope this helps you save money and acquire the highest quality products for you and your family. And let's get back to the show. Great explanation. And yet the science is is important. Right. But the relationship is the pathway for the science. Because the science by itself, if you just leave it at the science, the, the client can go look up science, but that's not going to change their behavior. Obviously. Right. I mean, dude, listen, look at our look at the in look at our world. Look at our society right now. Like, dude, go look at social media. There's a, a million ways from Sunday for you to to make change. Yep. Everyone's telling you how to do it one way, but it's obviously much more, much more complex than that. And it's because of what's happening between our ears. Yes. No one's addressing that. And that really comes down to having some guidance, having that trust, that level of support, mm -hmm. that empathy to be able to help you move the needle. Because as much as you, this is for the listeners, you know, as much as you quote unquote, think you know what to do, you don't because otherwise um, you would, you would get the results that you want. And, and in all likelihood, what you think you need to do, that's the very problem. It's because you think what you think you need to do is so far above and beyond what you're capable of doing. Yes. You're just not seeing the disconnect. You've got an ocean to cross before you'll start doing what you think you need to do. So spot on, so spot on. People in general think for any kind of change or, or, or for any kind of process, they think, oh yeah, I just need the information. But the, inf yeah, the information, the science is only a little piece of that puzzle. It's the application and it's about having somebody who helps you understand what is going on in your life, who you are, what your perceived obstacles, problems, et cetera are, and then being able to apply it. That's where real change happens. But because you are so caught up in your own bullshit, you're so immersed in the delusion of your life about who you think you are, what you think is going on around you, what you think is possible. Yeah, you could gather all this information, but you're not going to make those changes because your beliefs are your blind spots. You don't question your beliefs. They're your beliefs for a reason. Right. And that's, where, that's the beauty of, of having a guide, a coach to come in and help you reveal what those blind spots are and challenge you. 
and then right. really help you figure out, okay, here's a, here's an opportunity. We could put some of the science, some of this knowledge in and apply it. Cool. Okay. What's the next step now that you did that? And that is the absolute game changer. And I, I think, you know, with the prevalence of social media and the, the expansion of social media right now is there's all these, you know, fitness influencers and good looking people who might be ripped or toned or whatever. And the masses are looking at them thinking, wow, they must know what to do. I should just eat just like them. I should work out just like them and get the same results. Well, that's, that's fool's thinking, unfortunately. And every, everybody's a fool in their own regard, but that's fool's thinking because that's not your body. That's not your lifestyle. Everything is, is incredibly different. So all these cookie cutter meal plans and honestly, even like templatized programming for training, you might get some kind of results, but it's not the same. It's not custom to you. And because you have your own inherent obstacles in your own life, like you said, like mother of three who works maybe like full, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, that meal plan and that training template isn't going to work for you. Right. That's what, that's why it, it behooves you to hire a coach to come in and really help you factor how to apply these things to your life as an individual, because these yeah. things are written for money basically, but written for just a, a very broad audience and it's specific to nobody. Dude, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me that people think that in any other field, like I'm not going to go out and litigate for myself. I'm not <laughs> going to go out and like, you know, do my taxes. I'm not going to teach myself how to play the piano. Like, I, of course I can try, but how much fucking longer is that going to take? Yep. Could I learn how to do it? Yes. You, you know, it's just in any, like, I'm not going to go um, fix my air conditioning unit or like my toilets, like call, you call the plumber, mm -hmm. right? And so it's just in any other industry, you, you wouldn't consider trying to do it yourself. And yet when it comes to health and fitness, it seems like conventional wisdom that you quote unquote should be able to do. I should be able to, why, why should you be able to do it yourself? We've been studying this shit our entire lives and it's still confusing and contradictory. We have coaches ourselves, right? Yep. Which by the way, if, if you're looking for a coach and they don't themselves have a coach, I, I believe that that's a likely a conflict of interest. Agreed. Flag for me. Um, because it tells they may not realize it, but invariably it means they don't believe in the coaching process. Yep. So that's an aside. And so it's it's simply a matter of like, it would be unreasonable to expect you to be able to make these changes on your own to say nothing of all of the, the conflicting and contradictory information out there. That's true. That's a, I didn't even bring that up. That's such a good point. And so that's just yet another reason why it's like, you should have a coach, you should have a mentor and, and it should, it should go well beyond just your health and fitness. It's, it should be in your business and your finances. Obviously you have, you know, an accountant for a reason and, you know, uh, hopefully a, a music teacher and a language teacher and whatever, you know, whatever it is, a tennis teacher, like, you know, I, I just, I think that if people and that probably the type of people that listen to this podcast and certainly the type of people that we work with, it's like you are obviously, you value your time, you value your worth, you are about being effective and efficient, 
with those things, in which case it seems illogical that you would waste the time and energy, likely money and effort into trying to do something as grandiose, as seemingly grandiose as literally changing a lifestyle of habits and behaviors on your own yep. that are so rooted into, into you so much deeper than just calories and macros and sets and reps. Totally. It's like, that's scratching the surface of, of what is actually required to make change. Right. So, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's such a valid point. It's, it's so much more than that. And that's where, you know, it's whether it's social media or media in general is, you know, you can go in line at the grocery store and every women's magazine in the, at the cash register says, you know, lose 30 pounds in 20 days with this diet. And it's been going on for 20, 30 years. It's always the same kind of headlines. And it's no wonder people are so confused because there's been, there's so much information coming out, much of it just based on nonsense to just to sell, but there's so much information. It's like, how do I, how the heck do I discern all this? And I know from yeah. my own journey, that's where I was in 2014. I was like, cool. I've been training for, I guess I'd been training for maybe like 14, uh, yeah, about 14, 15 years at that point. Never, never worked with a coach as far as nutrition went. I was like, I can't make sense of any of this. I'm reading a couple of blog posts. I was like on T Nation, reading some magazines and YouTube was still kind of early back then. I was trying to watch YouTube and I was like, what do I do? Do I do paleo? Do I do, you know, uh, Atkins or zone or like, how does this work? And then I ended up finding a Trevor Cashy as a coach. Yeah. And that was a game changer. Like it really yeah. helped, you know, shortcut that process. I got... What I've been trying for years, I got ripped in like four months. I was like, holy shit, like this actually right. works. This is amazing. And when it comes to when it comes to coaching, I think a big barrier for people who are like hesitant is they don't really understand this is an investment, especially when it comes to coaching for your health, whether it's nutrition, fitness, or the, the combination of both. Is like this is one of the best investments you're ever going to make in your health. Because if you're if you don't consider it as an investment, where else is that money going to go in regards to your health? Is it going to go to doctor's visits? Is it going to go to medication? Is it going to go to, you know, a, a whole host of other things, but you putting this money towards this, this coaching program or individual, whatever it is, you're going to learn so much more about yourself and you're going to be able to overhaul your life and a whole lifetime of ingrained habits and behaviors that maybe weren't serving you which is why you started this inquiry in the first place. You know, you're going to spend it any way you slice it. You're going to spend it regardless, right? And so I agree with you unequivocally. And it's really just a matter of acknowledging what you want out of your life. And I think that I think as we get older, it's a lot easier to justify the quote unquote investment, right? From, from a financial standpoint of, of perhaps when we're younger, we're, we're thinking a little more superficially, we're thinking perhaps a little more quick fix yep. and 
I think as we get a little bit older, like definitely think about things in terms of investments and in terms of long-term strategy, in terms of longevity and health. And um, while there's still, you know, plenty of ego and, and superficial components at play, it still really is a product of how am I leveraging my time for for the biggest, you know, compounding interest on the back end. And, you know, for for people when we talk about investing in a coach, it's like, it's, it's really just a shift in priorities. I mean, yes. the average American is spending well over $500 a month in car payments. I mean, it's just illogical. They're spending, I think the average, I think that the, the statistics are like $90 a month on average on Starbucks. They're spending a couple hundred bucks a month in cable TV. You know, I mean, listen, it, if you are a responsible adult who takes ownership over your decisions, anyone can sit down and audit their time and their finances and find plenty of time and find plenty of opportunities to save more money and, and allocate it in areas that likely would have uh, a better return on that investment. And, and health and fitness is really one of those to say nothing of just the ability to literally increase your life, right? I don't obviously have to convince you of this, but we're you're going to spend it on the back end if you don't spend it now and then some. Um, but you know, aside from that, it's it's like, geez, dude, we're in a tough time right now. Like I like I said, I'm in my mid forties, so I'm getting sandwiched by my kids, but taking care of my kids, but also similarly taking care of our parents and seeing the repercussions of baby boomers, mm. of, of the baby boomer pharma, um, diagnose, prescribe this generation, uh, which is continually getting worse, but uh, of, of really like the, the first big generation that's like, well, just do what the doctor says. And it's sort of a diagnose and treat and just take this pill generation and it's not serving them well. So now we're plagued with a, a population that is sick and fat. And interestingly is we're, um, we don't have as in many overweight individuals, but we have significantly more obese individuals yes. than we've ever had in human history. Um, so we're in a, a really bad spot from from a uh, demo from a population health standpoint, and the, this is not just a rant. My my point in all of this is saying, listen, it is our civic duty and responsibility. If you value yourself, your time, your energy, your your freedom, and like I said, like we believe that your health determines your freedom. Like if you don't have your health, what do you have? Uh, right, and so that's part of our mission with our coaching company is, is really to infuse the tools to help people create that level of freedom in their life by virtue of focusing on their health. And, and so, like I said, it's not just Tyler, it's not just saving money on the back end. Of course, it's creating a lot more longevity, a better quality of life. Um, but it's also the, it's the aspect of actually challenging yourself with something meaningful that is absolutely going to permeate over into every other area of your life, right? Yes, That's it. Yes. And it's like, when you take ownership, I was just telling you about this of like, 
having these fucking hard conversations, even with yourself, your coach, with yourself on a daily basis of looking in the mirror and saying, I didn't do good enough today. I can do better tomorrow. I need to do better tomorrow. Here's why it's important to me. How am I going to challenge myself? Because when you do that and managing your nutrition, managing your training, managing your sleep, managing your hydration and taking ownership over those vital, literally vital components of your health forces you to do that to the degree that when you can take ownership over that, well, what can't you take ownership over? Your finances become easier to manage. Yep. You're showing up to the job with more energy. You're showing up more confident. You're attracting the right people into your life. Everything gets better, man. Everything yeah. gets better. So it's just, it's just exponential, the benefits of that seemingly small investment that so many people are getting, letting, uh, you know, letting them uh, excuses get in the way of, of them taking action. The, the car payment, the, oh, we, we just paid the car off or you know, we've got some housework to do. I don't know if, well, you know, um, obviously it's something that isn't that important to you then. And I don't, I don't know many things that um, are as important, if anything. I can't think of anything, no. Right. Man, I really especially my kids, especially my kids' braces. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> trying to justify that one. That one hurts. Wow. Man, mic drop on that, on that whole explanation right there. That was beautiful. That was really well said. Well, I'm obviously uh obviously passionate about what it is that we do. Yeah. And for good reason. And for good reason. And once once people start to live into that, once people start to get those results and feel those changes and transformation happening in their life, they get passionate too. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't know I could feel this good. Right. I didn't know I could think this clear. I didn't know I could move my body in this way. What? This is possible. And like you said, it starts to open, it's, it's exponential. It starts to open up other possibilities for people and other opportunities and new realizations. And life gets a lot richer. Life gets a whole lot richer. It does, man. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's almost as if you have to go against, be okay going against the grain of, of, of everything that's put in front of us and be so overly proactive about honoring your health and what it takes to be able to do that. Because if you don't, you're, you're going to get caught up in, you know, in the flow of everything that's leading towards the disease, towards the state of, of our society. Um, you know, if you're, if you're relegated to eating out all of the time, if you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people, if you're watching the news, like it's just becomes part of, part of who you are. And that's not what you want, in right. my opinion. I, I understand people, you know, I, I get how people succumb to the seductive pull of comfort, of ease and of short-term gratification whether that be good choices, whether that be laying around, sitting around, watching TV versus stepping to the challenge of like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go get to the gym. I'm going to show up and 
do this, this workout class, or I'm going to, you know, maybe challenge myself and try to eat some different foods and cook something different versus ordering something. And all of that, all the things I mentioned, like doesn't, you know, I'm not, what I'm not saying is like, don't do those things ever. But if your lifestyle looks like that, that's, that's the predecessor for, like you said, this ease. That's where it comes from. And people in general are, are often driven for those short-term dopamine hits or short-term pleasures without being able to take a look at that long-term view. And unfortunately, like some of them don't know until they know, like, oh, I'm actually making this change. I'm feeling the results. Holy shit. Mm. I didn't know this was possible for me. So yeah. I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are on some of, I guess, the beliefs that you help people break when they're coming into, let's say, coach, coaching with you or coaching with some of your coaches in your program. Well, one is, is that they need to be all or nothing. They need to just restrict everything. It's, well, I've done, okay, so you know, what's the conversation when we're deciding, right? When we're, we're on a, a strategy call and we're determining together whether this is the right fit, invariably what I hear over and over again is, well, I've lost the weight before. Okay, awesome. How did you lose it? Well, I did keto, I did paleo, I did whole whole 30, I did weight watchers, I did HCG, you know, I'm um whatever, like you name it. Okay. And and how did that work for you? Well, it worked, but I gained it back. So did it my question is does it did it really work? Well, I suppose it didn't really work. Well, what do you think we need to do now? Is well, I I could probably go back to doing keto. It's sort of this illogical thought process around we just don't know any better, but but the, the belief is that we need to just eliminate. Eliminate, right? Is well, I need to cut out carbs, I need to cut out sugar, I need to cut out fat, I need to cut out gluten and dairy, whatever. Like um, I just need to eat, you know, grass-fed beef, and that's it. Like, um, and, and that's not it's not the solution because it's not sustainable. So it becomes shifting the beliefs around, okay, well, what if you could actually eat whatever you wanted and still lose weight? How would that make you feel? Well, that would never happen, but amazing, you know, in which case, well, what if we could teach you how to do that? Right? What if you had the freedom to be able to do that? Like what a fucking mind-blowing opportunity and shift that is. Yeah. You know, so I think that that in and of itself is one of the biggest components is and this is part of what's hard and this is part of why it's important to have the right coach is because and it really is just re, like just layering in everything that we've been talking about about the nuances of the coaching process and and being an effective teacher and mentor um is because the biggest thing that we can help a client do uh, the best way that we can help them make change is by helping them acknowledge that there's no right or wrong way to do this 
right? We, we go into this thinking that we need to white knuckle this process. I'll just drink these shakes. I'll just eat these bars. I'll just have, I'll have my schedule perfectly regimented. He'll give me the perfect training program. It doesn't exist, man. It just doesn't, especially now let's factor in kids, stress, job, travel, injuries, sick parents, sick kids, whatever. Like this is the human reality. And I think once people can um, accept that there is no level of perfection, there's just the best that they can do under the circumstances. And that the only way that they're going to do the best that they can is by having the tools and learning the skills and behaviors necessary to consistently make better decisions. Yes. How do I make the best decision under the circumstances? But what does that require? It requires autonomy. Mm, Yeah. And I can't have autonomy if I'm relegated to a meal plan that says eat chicken and broccoli six times a day. And you need to do upper body on Monday and lower body on Tuesday. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, it's okay to do upper body on Tuesday and lower body on Thursday and half of upper body if that's all that you have time for. And what if we had an alternative to do a home workout on days when? The shit hits the fan and you only have 20 minutes and you can't make it to the gym. And what do I do when it goes off the rails? And I say, and I take a step back um, and I say, wow, I just did some damage. I just ate the nachos and drank the beers and I don't feel great about myself. And how do I deal with those circumstances? Because it's going to happen. And how do we use that as a learning opportunity to then make a better decision next time? And then just focus on the next meal. Well, I'll just make a better decision at the next meal, right? Uh, It's like, that's where you just, we have to rid ourselves of this binary, this dichotomous thinking, right? And learn to live in the gray. Um, And it's challenging. Uh, And that's good, right? Uh, It should be challenging because it's going to create growth. It's going to help us learn how to behave as individuals. And as we say, you know, in our business is how to become your own best nutrition detective. Like how do we start to think in ways that we know we're going to be able to support the goals that we have in mind that factors in all of the responsibilities and potential obstacles that lie in our path. That's when you truly have autonomy over the process. That's when you truly are going to become the type of person that you, that, that, has the results that you want, yep. right? Yep. So I guess that was a lot all, all regarding sort of the restrictive mindset, but I genuinely believe that that's the biggest belief shifting component um, that's necessary in, in all aspects of, of, of kind of the coaching process. And, yeah. you know, fundamentally is just thinking long-term. Yeah, that too. Right? It's like, hey, man, I'm just going to be straightforward with you. This is not a three or six month or even a year long process. Like you said, you want to lose fat. You said you want to gain muscle. You, you know, you want to, you're, you're, you're metabolically deranged. Blood pressure is high. Lipids are out of control. Like this is something we really, this is going to take a multifactorial approach and this is going to take some time. You need to be okay with that. 
with the, the systematic process of just kind of focusing on one thing at a time and uh, and peeling the layers back of mm. the of the onion that's formed of your life over 45 years. Yep. Yeah, I can do this in a six month shred. I hate to tell you. Or 12 week. Goodness. Or <laughs> 12 week or six minute apps. So um man, it's it, you know it is. It is Tyler. It's uh a lot of we have a lot of opportunity um with what we do to shift beliefs, to change the culture around health and fitness. Um, and to speak against the the conventional wisdom, which clearly is flawed. Man, you're such a good speaker, such a wonderful, articulate speaker. And I really admire that about you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And for everyone listening, you know, I, I highly encourage you, whether you work with a coach or not, especially if not, but even if you do, I'll encourage you to I'll challenge you with this is to write down what does autonomy mean for me? And explore that. Think about all the aspects of your life. What does autonomy mean for me in your relationships, in your personal health, in your business career? What does that look like? And as you start to dive into that and, and travel down all those different paths about what's possible and get crystal clear on that, I think it's going to really highlight all these opportunities available for you. And again, if if you're not working with a coach in some regard right now, like I, and you never have, or even if you have, it's such a catalyst for change. And like we talked about earlier, it's so important in being able to help you shortcut that process versus trying to go at it on your own and dissect all this conflicting information that's at our fingertips and that's being pressed upon us from every angle. And yeah, I mean, you, you, this this belief you just flipped is so powerful and profound and i really hope everybody listening is able to sip that for a bit and envision their lives and what's what that might look like for you especially with where you're at right now what your reality looks like and the results that you're currently getting because i can almost guarantee that there is space for so much change and there are people out there that want to help you like my man, Ben. Amen to that. Ben, you're an absolute rock star. This has been a long time coming. I'm so glad we finally did this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you had me on your show, uh, I guess maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it sounds about right. Been a little while, and uh, I've been meaning to get you on. I'm super happy we sat down today and made this happen. And I'm definitely going to want you on for part two if, if you're open to that. Always. Always happy. Always love talking shop with you, man. Yeah, it, it really is. Obviously, I love talking about this stuff. Obviously, I'm passionate about it. Um, I feel an overwhelming responsibility for what it is that we do and the power that we have at our fingertips um, to affect change. And uh, I'm just grateful for those of you that stuck around for the whole conversation. Thank you uh, for taking time out of your day to to tune yeah. in. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Ben, what's what do you have going on right now? How can people find out more about you and what you do and and your business? Where, where can they where can they connect? Yeah, uh, our website is BSL Nutrition bslnutrition.com. Um, uh, social media is at BSL Nutrition. So you can find us on Instagram. Uh, and our, we have a, a free private Facebook group, uh, our Smart Nutrition Made Simple community. 
Um, I think you can just go to smartnutritionmadesimple.com to go right to the Facebook group, as well as uh, a podcast that you were on, Tyler. Uh, that's the Smart Nutrition Made Simple show on, well, everywhere where podcasts are found, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. So uh, yeah, give me a follow, shoot me a message. Always happy to uh, answer questions and have a conversation and see what we can do to, to support you. So again, thanks for having me, dude. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for being here, man. And uh, again, I, I really admire you as a human being and your mission and what you're doing for the world. It's, it's incredible. You're incredible. Thank you, sir. All right. Keep up the good work. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. We will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 